The very word secrecy is repugnant in a free and open society. And we are, as a people, inherently and historically opposed to secret societies, to secret oaths, and to secret proceedings. Our differences worldwide would vanish if we were facing an alien threat from outside this world. And yet, I ask you, is not an alien force already among us? Exopolitics, paranormal phenomena, and deep analysis of current world events from somewhere in the desert between Area 51 and Roswell, blasting across the planet, the Manticore Network proudly presents Veritas, because the truth will set you free. Headline edition, July 8, 1947. The Army Air Forces has announced that a flying disc has been found and is now in the possession of the Army. I think it's time to open the books on the question of government investigations of UFOs. Uh, we ought to do it really because it's right. We ought to do it because the American people, quite frankly, can handle the truth. And we ought to do it because it's the law. Be skeptical. Do be as skeptical as you want, but by all, don't close your mind. to everyone around the world and a warm welcome to another edition of Veritas, where we uncover the truth, one guest at a time. For those who dare to seek, Veritas is the place where they shall find. I'm your host, Mel Fabregas, and I sincerely thank you for joining me once again. And if this is your first time, make yourself at home. I want to thank all our members. As always, you are keeping Veritas alive. I also want to thank Professor John Searle, filmmaker Bradley Lockerman and chief engineer of Serial Magnetics, Fernando Morris, for joining us during last Friday's chat. We had a few technical glitches, but all in all, we got our questions answered and had a great time. The text is available at the forum and the audio is in the member's audio player next to Professor Searle's show. You have to love Professor Searle's humor. This was another Veritas Live, a bonus show for last week. We'll do it again with other guests in the near future. Tonight's special guest is Dr. Richard Souter. What's in the basement of the secret empire, underground and undersea bases? Those of you who have heard this show for a while know that when I focus on a specific topic, I take my time to find someone who can speak with authority. Endorsed by Richard Dolan, one of my favorite researchers, Dr. Richard Souter will take us where others have not gone. Dr. Richard Souter will be with us shortly. 
It has been brought to my attention that some of you are not receiving our newly designed Veritas Weekly newsletter. In most instances, it's because it's landing in your spam folder. Review your spam or junk folder, and more than likely, you will find it there. Otherwise, it may be that your internet service provider is blocking us, so you may want to check with them. This is another benefit to members. It is a weekly newsletter, but it's also sent when the new show is available to you, usually hours in advance. Your feedback is always appreciated, and many of the changes that you see are because of people like you who submit ideas. Sometimes the feedback is almost humorous. Let me share a few with you. One person asked if I could remove the bumper music because she listens in her apartment, and when the music plays during the intermission, her neighbors complain. She asked if we could get rid of the music. Unfortunately, that is not possible. Our music is an integral part of the show. However, I did provide a sensible solution for her: headphones. And here's another humorous suggestion that really got the idea to work. I'll read it verbatim. Quote, Mel, I want to tell you how much I dislike sirens. You start and end your show with sirens. I often try to go to sleep listening to your great stuff, but it is Big Brother that uses sirens. Please, just for my sleep, get rid of the sirens. I don't think you're the cops, huh, Joe? Unquote. Well, Joe, your wish was granted a few weeks ago. At least we removed the sirens at the end, not the ones at the beginning. I just forgot to mention it. Now the show ending won't give you any more paranoia, and I hope you can fall sound asleep. You see, you can make a difference, and what we can, we'll implement your ideas. To listen to the complete version of this and all our past and future shows, become a member. You will receive immediate access to all our inventory of shows, the Magicor Forum, and the Veritas chat room. Don't wait. Just head on over to our website, veritasshow.com. Click on subscribe and take Veritas with you. Next week's special guest is Melinda Leslie, abductions and covert ops. And to Cliff High fans, you won't have to wait much longer. He's coming up soon this month. Visit our website for updates. And this is another reminder that from now until April the 30th, I'm giving you six months instead of three if you are ready, willing, and are 100% capable to transcribe a show. Go to the free subscription link of our website for more information. Remember, you must contact us on or before April the 30th. After that, the regular three-month offer will return. And now, get ready to go deep underground and undersea. Dr. Richard Souter can conclusively report that there is no longer any doubt the secret underground bases are real. But what is happening down there? What's going on underground and undersea? UFO lore is peppered with accounts of facilities jointly run by terrestrial humans and others. The Nazis lost the war, but won the peace. Have they continued their efforts for world domination underground? If you think this is science fiction, stop this audio now. If you're ready to go as deep as we can go, don't go anywhere. This is Mel Fabregas, and you are listening to Veritas. right here on the very test show is supplied by the independent artists from jamendo.com if you hear a song you like 
go over to our homepage, VeritasShow.com, click on the guest, look up the song, and download it. You can even buy the group's CDs, in many cases, right there at Jamendo.com. This is Professor John Searle, and you are listening to Veritas. Beginning in early childhood, Dr. Richard Souter experienced first-hand contact with a variety of paranormal phenomena that have left him a bit puzzled and thoroughly persuaded that there is much more to Earth and to human perception and consciousness than the mainstream American culture believes. Some of Richard's favorite research and reading interests are underground and underwater bases and tunnels, electronic mind control, freedom technology, human prehistory, a remote antiquity, the Kundalini energy and alternative thought patterns. His underground and underwater bases and tunnels research commenced in 1992 and continues to the present day. He has a bachelor's degree in sociology, a master's in Latin American studies, a master's in forestry, and a doctorate in political science. He is the author of five books, Underground Bases and Tunnels, What is the Government Trying to Hide, Kundalini Tales, Underwater and Underground Bases, and his most recent book, and the focus of this interview, Hidden in Plain Sight, Beyond the X-Files, and soon to be made available, The Sauter Report, Notes from the Underground, a 770-page compilation of many of the raw technical, military, and government documents on which the nuts and bolts, engineering aspects of his research, are grounded. Dr. Sauter has appeared on numerous radio and TV programs, has spoken at several conferences, and his writings and interviews have appeared in many publications. And directly from Pennsylvania, Dr. Richard Sauter. Hello, Dr. Sauter, and welcome to Veritas. How are you? Well, I'm doing just fine. Thank you, Mel. I'm happy to be here. It's my pleasure. May I call you Richard? Yes, you may. Great. It's interesting how we converge with many of our guests, just to let the audience know. I recently had my favorite UFO historian on the show, Richard Dolan, and we started talking about underground bases. And of course, your name came up not only because he respects and admires your work, and he's your friend as well for many years, but he's also the publisher of your latest book, Hidden in Plain Sight, Beyond the X-Files. But also, Dr. Sauter, as far as I can remember, I've been trying to get someone on the show who can speak about this subject with authority. And knowing how much Richard Dolan endorses your work, I think we have the right person. I've read your bio, but give us some background of yourself and how you got interested in finding what's under our feet and under the sea, too. Well, you know, um, I uh, grew up in Tidewater, Virginia, and when I was a a little boy back in the 50s already, um, there were a lot of UFOs that were seen there. Uh, It was something that was discussed locally, certainly in my family. My father was aware of that. So from from an early age... Um, I was aware that there was more to reality than um, what we're enculturated to believe by the mainstream culture. Uh, As well, at the age of three, um, again in Tidewater, Virginia, this would have been in the spring of 1958, I was visited by an entity whom I named The Bone Lady. Uh, Of course, a three-year-old does not have a very large 
working vocabulary. So um, that was the best name I could come up with. And even were I to encounter the bone lady today, I might name her the bone lady um, even today as a as a grown man. But that was perhaps the most important encounter that I have ever had with another sentient being in my life. Uh, to this day, I can't tell you precisely who or what the bone lady, exactly what the bone lady is, but I can tell you she is a personality of stature, a personality to contend with, a personality that you would trifle with at your peril. Uh, I don't know why. I can't tell you in so many words why she um, more or less contacted me, but she did come to visit me directly and establish uh, a close personal connection with me. Uh, she transferred a lot of information to me, obviously not in a verbal form, because a three-year-old is not very verbal. Uh, nonetheless, there was a download of a certain amount of information from her to me. Uh, I consider her an exceptionally deep being. Uh, I didn't necessarily perceive her as um, human in the way that the average human being would be, but I did perceive her as a discrete personality and an extremely powerful personality virtually beyond the uh, ability of words to convey. Now, that happened to me at the age of three. From that point forward, and I mean from that minute forward, throughout my entire life down to this present second, I no longer had any doubt that there was a great deal more to reality than the average person uh, believes. And from that second, from that minute, from the instant of that encounter, I could no longer ever again in my life under any circumstances be a so-called normal or average person, whatever those words mean. In other words, I have from that time forward, march to the beat of a different drummer, always have and always will. It can't be otherwise, because once you encounter a personality such as the Bone Lady, there's no going back. At that point, um, the lid is off, the, uh, the the bottle and the genie is out, and you can't recork the genie and force her back into the bottle. So that was a very important early formative experience for me. Uh, and then, more recently, uh, when I moved out to the Southwest in the late 1980s to pursue or to continue my graduate studies, I heard people talking about alleged underground bases and high-speed train tunnels uh, underground in that region of North America with, as the stories uh, went, um, purported clandestine elements of the United States military and also um, alleged little gray aliens, and these were supposed to be, these factions, both human and non-human, were supposed to be working cr closely together uh, on very esoteric and obscure um, projects, deep underground. Um, I don't know to this day, I can't prove to this day that that is happening, but I no longer have any question that there are um, a lot of underground bases, as, as one of my sources told me quite plainly. There are many underground bases, and thousands of people are working in them. Now, I want to say that in 1992, I did look into this question a little bit to the extent of writing a brief article for UFO magazine in Los Angeles, 
And in that magazine, I, I simply said that while I couldn't prove or disprove the reality of little gray aliens underground in secret bases, I certainly could say that there are a fair number of underground bases, and some of them are quite large and very sophisticated technologically. So I said that in a brief article for UFO magazine in November of 1992. And then uh, over the holidays in 1992, between Christmas and New Year's, I was awakened out of a sound sleep one night, in the middle of the night, uh, to suddenly discover myself laying on my back in bed in the dark with my body very physically relaxed, extremely relaxed, and my mind very wide awake and mentally clear. Now, I didn't have long to wonder why I had awakened so quickly, why I was so very wide awake and yet so very physically relaxed, because within a matter of seconds, a, a voice began to speak clearly in my ear, very distinctly. It was the voice of a, um, a an adult Caucasian male speaking normally accented late 20th century English. He said to me in his opening uh, line, the underground bases are real. Of course, I knew immediately uh, to what he was referring. Uh, from the very beginning, I never thought and still do not think that I heard the voice of an angel or a demon or an extraterrestrial or God or that I was going mad or that I am mad. I understood immediately that I was hearing the voice of a real flesh and blood man who knew something about these underground facilities and who had probably seen the article I wrote for UFO magazine and had access to some kind of brain transmitter to bring his intelligible voice right into my, to, to, to beam, rather, his voice right into my mind, uh, evidently into my auditory cortex or inner ear. Now, he went on to tell me that um, there are a lot of underground bases. Uh, they can be quite large, just enormous, that there are a lot of people working down there, that there are uh, projects and programs being carried out that people would be just astonished to know about if they did, but in fact they don't, so out of sight, out of mind. Uh, and that um, as he talked, I got the impression of you know, corporations involved, organizations and agencies, lots of high-tech knowledge, um, lots of money being lavished on this, uh, great secrecy and compartmentalization. And as he spoke, that was the type of scenario he was describing for me. So after two or three minutes, he, he, he ceased speaking just as abruptly as he had begun. And so I was left laying there in the dark, of course, you can imagine, with a huge question mark hovering over my head in the air. Well, after a couple of minutes, I decided uh, that that had been very um, informative and unusual, but that I could do nothing about it right then. So I just went back to sleep. The next morning, of course, I remembered what had transpired during the night. And when I awakened, I determined that I would carry out a document search to try to find a paper trail 
providing evidence of what I had been told during the night. And here's why, even then, I thought that I could probably find a paper trail because I know if there's one thing that bureaucracies do, whether they are large corporations, um, government agencies, whether they are civil government agencies. Thank you for listening. To unlock the full two-hour interview, including video formats, downloads, transcripts, exclusive articles, and more, subscribe to Veritas Plus now. Gain access to our entire archive dating back to 2008. Just click subscribe at veritasradio.com. Because you don't want to believe, you want to know. Subscribe now. To listen to the rest and all of our exclusive material, proceed to the Veritas Plus member section or join the Veritas Plus family by subscribing. Click on the subscribe button at veritasradio.com. Don't forget to visit the Veritas store for focused life force energy. Get a 15-day free trial today with no credit card required. And if you want to get in touch with Mel, want to be a guest on this radio program, have a guest suggestion, or have feedback, just click on the contact button on our website at veritasradio.com. Now, proceed to the Veritas Plus member section or subscribe to listen to the rest of the interview. You don't want to miss it because you don't want to believe. You want to know. What are you waiting for? Subscribe now at veritasradio.com.